Hello, everybody. It is great to be here one more time today. And my name is Gary Fowler. I am a serial entrepreneur and investor. I've been involved in 17 startups and two unicorns. I was on the original management team of Click Software, which was sold to Salesforce for $1.35 billion, and also EVA.ai and AIHR tech company. Love artificial intelligence and quantum computing. Love going around the world and look for incredibly cool companies that can make a dent in the universe and change the world. And as we all know, we are in a state of infobesity. We got a lot of data around us. We need to make sense of that data. We need to be secure. We need to use things like technologies like quantum computing to be able to help us make sense of it and to chart our future. So with that, I'd like to bring on my friend Bola. So Bola is a serial entrepreneur. He's got a master of science and engineering, loves AI and quantum, and is specifically cybersecurity. And as we all know, there are a lot of challenges out there today. He is the CEO and president of TrueSec, which is a DevSecOps collaboration framework that adds security practices to the software development and delivery process. The combination of this automation and AI detect all vulnerabilities delivering application security that enables DevSecOps teams to release software quickly and securely, reducing costs by 30%. And we all know we want to save some money and we want to be secure. So with that, I'd like to bring Bola on. Bola, a lot to you. Hi, Bola. How are you doing, buddy? Hi, Gary. Thanks for uh, bringing me on today. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, it's great. So how in the world? So tell me a little bit about it. So you were in, uh, you grew up in Nigeria, correct? Yeah. And what was that journey like? So how did you, did you just wake up one day and say, oh, I want to move to California? Or uh, what happened? How did that take place? So that journey started way back in the uh, in college. Um, one of our professors, you know, came to um, Stanford for some training and exposure. Then he came back and like, oh, I found something great in Stanford. And from then on, that was like 98, 1998. So from then on, I started nurturing the idea of, you know, trying to come to the Silicon Valley one day to see what happens. And then ever since then, there's been a lot of explosion in the industry, in the Silicon Valley, and also in the tech industry. That has also propelled me into uh, encouraging me as well into going into uh, technology. And I've worked in, uh, I worked in MTN Nigeria. I worked in 18 countries. Well, I was trained in Sweden, trained in, in uh, a couple of countries. And I worked as a telecom uh, engineer before venturing into uh, cybersecurity. Now tell us about how big is MTM? Because many of the audience may not know MTM. How big is it? So MTN, as a contractor, MTN was, uh, before I left Nigeria, uh, it was about um, 60 million subscribers just in Nigeria. Wow. Then um, right now, the last I checked, it was 80 million subscribers. That is in Nigeria. Then you want to count about 18 countries. So the project that with the last project we did, we're making uh, $5 million on a daily, on monthly basis. Wow, that's great. Well, congratulations. You know, most people don't realize how many enormous opportunities are available in Africa, mm -hmm. right? That's uh, really what, uh, you know, over 1.1 billion people, 38 countries, some of the greatest minds in the world, then Nigeria, Ghana, Zambia, all over South Africa, Egypt. I mean, you name it. It's just like, uh, 
you know, diamond in the rough. And, and we need to really go out and, and cultivate and democratize those opportunities. So, okay, so you come out, so you, you go to California Creek University, get your master's degree. You know, you did your telecom uh, channel uh, operations management. So what made you decide to move into entrepreneurship? How did that, would a one way wake up and a light bulb goes up and said, oh, I wanna go down and form talkies. Uh, how did it work? And, and what happened with talkies? I know you were in, the, that was an Arizona based company. But what, yes. what, what was that about? So Talkies was, uh, it's more of, uh, it has become True Talk. So mm -hmm. it's launched in the uh, Play Store, basically. Mm -hmm. So Talkies, basically, it's a rich communication uh, software, mm -hmm. just like Zoom, basically. So it does more. Uh, we're able to put in some features uh, that uh, enables users to... Um, do interviews, mm -hmm. you know. Do like, interviews. That's interesting. You can conduct like, interviews, like you know, in, in the tech industry. If you want to hire someone, you need to have another platform, maybe called uh, Kodapad. Then you have them do that. But in this whole, in this platform, you have everything in in place. So if you want to interview someone, the person goes in there, and then they use that same platform for the interview, for the test, for the technical interview. So I, I developed that interest while, while I was in the telecoms, right? So I developed that interest in telecoms. I've always been an entrepreneur. I was in a one of the largest um, computer market in the world. It's called Computer Village. You can, maybe if you want to Google it, it's, like, it's the largest place as a den where you uh, computer parts are concentrated in one place. Wow, where is that located? It's located in Ikeja, Otigba, Ikeja, Lagos, Nigeria. You, you can find out more about it. Yeah. Okay, so so I started, why I is it, There's so many opportunities like uh, Patricia and Flatterwave coming out of Africa. Why is there so there's so many companies that are coming out of there right now? What's the what's the deal? It's incredible. Uh, it's because most of the guys they are very ambitious. Um, Nigerians are more like they're very ambitious. They want to go, they're go getters. They are, they are very focused. Somehow, you know, and you have a lot of things. If it's entertainment, they're there. If it's technology, they're there. So those two uh, industries, are, they are very, even if you're talking about banking, they're there. So it's more like they're in the game of numbers as well. So you have about almost 250 million people in Nigeria. So the, num the number also helps us in that aspect, in the statistics, in whatever any area uh, you want to call it. Because if you have one, uh, someone in Lagos, basically. Lagos is almost like the size of Ghana in terms of population. Wow, that's incredible. I didn't that's a city. That's a state. Mm -hmm. so we can, and that's where most of the things happen. And so a lot of fintech opportunities there. Why is that? I mean, they're coming out of Nigeria. You hear a lot about fintech. Is it because they, they, they don't have that legacy architecture or infrastructure that we have? And they just go right to peer to peer. Why is it? Because it's just like they're all over the place. Oh, they're there because um, the adoption. Uh, Africa adopts technology more mm -hmm. because yeah, because you know why it's like foreign to us. So we want to adopt it quickly. Uh, so the adoption of technology has helped us in that aspect. If you talk about um, the banking industry, is very well um, advanced. 
I would say, because most of the things they do, they go around the world and bring the technology uh, home. So that way there's a knowledge transfer. So that's where the adoption comes in, right? So whatever we're doing, I started having my CCNA uh, way back in, in, in the 2000, right? Yeah. I had my CCIE, which is the highest level in in in, uh, in uh, the networking uh, security, yeah. right? Way back in 2010, before I joined Cisco when I came to the United States. Wow. And yeah, it's just growing. It's amazing, actually, the companies that are coming out of there, like I said. So, and then, you know, you, you moved over to the States. You said you did some work with Cisco. Why did you go down through so TrueSick? Talk, let's talk about TrueSick. Um, how did you go about, you know, founding that company? What did you wake up one day and say, oh, I want to do another one? Uh, Talkies was cool, but now I want to do another company. How did that DevSecOps uh, fra up collaboration framework come about? So it came about uh, because I found while working in Cisco. So I found some areas that I felt were not touched. And I also understand what it is uh, developers face mm -hmm. when you know they are developing their, uh, their software and the issues they face up until now and then so that was what poured me into developing the solution and then i left cisco in december 22nd it was a very painful exit but i had to go and then december 22nd when oh just like maybe three weeks ago oh i didn't know that i didn't even see that on your cv i didn't see cisco on there yeah because i it was a contracting job so i decided to silent it because i work for cameo then Cameo works for Wipro. Then Wipro works for Cisco. Oh, that's amazing. That's a long chain. No, Everybody's making money on that deal, huh, Bola? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just silent that. But, you know, most people uh, that know me, they know me to, to have worked in Cisco a lot. I mean, they know me. I have a lot of colleagues who are my friends on uh, LinkedIn as well, all over the place here. Yeah. Well, why do people go in as contractors? I'm curious because I have a lot of my friends are contractors. Why do they like going in as contractors other than direct employees? One, sometimes the contracting job uh, may probably give you some uh, leverage uh, because um, uh, you can get that. You can that can give you a, like a leg into the door. Right. So that for now, I have this Cisco experience. Right. So if I had not taken up that contract, I wouldn't be talking about Cisco experience right now. So, I mean, it's part of my uh, journey. And I'm so proud that to have worked with awesome people in Cisco. I know a lot of technology that you know I was trained with and all of that. So tell us about, you know, Tristic, if you look at where you are today, where is the company and what are the goals of the company? What do you want to become? So we want to become the company that will be uh, known for uh, solving problems that developers are faced with that up until now have not been resolved because most of these big companies, uh, they try their best, but there's still some areas that are not covered. So that is exactly what we're trying to do. So we want to be known for uh, our part to help developers to uh, produce 
clean codes, right? So that by the time they produce their software, that software is secure, intact, and then at least you know you can go to bed when we help you to uh, produce your code. Because what we do basically before, during, and after your development process, we'll help you through the development process. We also tell you with full observability what people what people are doing, your, your users, what they're actually doing individually on your application. You have the full observability and all of that. So oh, that's, that's fantastic. And how about customers? Do you have any customers today? So we have we have some customers right now. We have some enterprise customers like 10. Uh, but we're in the stage where we're focusing on fine-tuning our interface. So our user interface, we want to make it more friendlier based on the feedbacks that we got. Mm-hmm. But we also have at least about 269 individual developers that we've reached how out many? to. I'll tell you how we reached out to them. I'm not going to mention the name of the company. No, no. How many developers, though? No, 269. So we found... Yeah, yeah 269 individual developers. Got it. So we found like an open source developed by a very big tech company that that software that they used to integrate to their payments gateway mm-hmm. is laden with 10 high vulnerabilities. Wow, that's incredible. So we're able to prove it to them and they brought us to their fold as part of their support, which to us, it's a boost because it's more like a validation of our process and what exactly we're trying to do. No, that's fantastic. Well, always when you do it, you you know, the proof is in the pudding, right? And yeah. you show people what you can do. That's fantastic. So where are you going to go from here? What's the, what's the path? What's the next year hold for you? And what, what about beyond that? Oh, you mean next year or this year, 2022? <laughs> yeah. Well, this year. This year. Then. After this year. How about that? This year. Yeah. So. Our goal is to launch and then the next year and then next year. <laughs> next year and the next year and forever. So yeah. so the plan basically is to go out and um uh in the next maybe one month, we're gonna have a big launch. Then that is when people will get to know about TrueSec. Mm-hmm. Uh they get to know the strength that we're bringing in bringing to the fold in uh, in this industry, basic to the space, basically. And then uh, people will be able to see and identify with us uh, for the usefulness of our product. Oh, that's fantastic. And how many employees do you have today? Uh, right now we have um, four. Then we have um, contracts, like contract staff, like seven developers uh, all across the world. But locally in, in the Americas, we have four, four staff. That's great. And how do you motivate staff? I mean, what do you do? You're a small company. How do you get them excited about wanting to work for you? Because money is not abundant when you're a small company, right? Yeah. How do you you motivate them to stay interested and get them excited? Enchant them, as Guy Kawasaki says. Well, what I do is that I lead by example. I'm not a manager. I'm a leader. So what that means is that I empathize with everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to understand their situation. Uh, in that way, I can meet even their sometimes their needs. I've helped someone in a project, one of my you know staff, 
they wanted to get the project done, I had to help them because I know that once I make them happy, they're happy and then they're happy to work. So that way I keep an open uh, kind of door and then uh, we're still small. So that way, the only way I make it, I show them the vision, tell them what is going on, being transparent, and then they they, they like it and they, they are more energetic. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. You know, the startups have to, you know, share an equity and they have to, you know, when you're getting started, it's not easy. Sometimes you don't have any money to pay people and you just got to be, it's a leap of faith, right? But sometimes, you know, I talked to uh, Stuart Butterfield at Stanford. He's the founder of Slack. And he was telling me they developed the company originally and had, had no attention. They've primarily been uh, gaming, I believe. Is, uh, and then he said, you know, we get into it. We needed money. And so I said, well, let's sell this internal project we have and let's call it Slack. And then let's, he said, but, you know, the downside, Gary, and I said, what's that? He said, uh, I had to let some people go. He said, you know, but the smart ones held the stock and now they're worth a lot. Of, they're more, many of them are worth a lot of money, millions of dollars, right? Because of uh, what happened with Slack. So there's always, I've heard one of the startups, they actually were short with cash. So they did, uh, they put like Obama's picture on a Cheerios box and we're selling Cheerios and stuff. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But listen, everybody goes through it. And sometimes we forget the backstory of how hard it is to develop a company. It's not easy. And if it was, quite frankly, bull, everybody would do it. So with that, you know, so this year, we talked about this year. What are the plans going forward? What about money raising and that kind of thing? Where are you with that fundraising? Yeah, so um, we're seeing a lot of help from a partner, thanks to you. <laughs> Uh, the support we're here, Abola. You know, the thing is, the support we get from you. World, we want to go out and we want to make sure that you're successful. I've been through it myself. I've been in this stuff for over 30 years. And it's always good to have a friend that can go out and help. And we're all in this together, right? The world needs to have a lot of things. We got a lot of challenges in front of us, all of us, right? Climate change. We need to double the food supply by 2050. A lot of things out there, cybersecurity issues. And we need to work together. We need to go down through and develop tools that will help each other. You know, and, and Mother Teresa said it's not about uh, stop war. It's about pro-peace. we got to think of ways that we can really do it. And, and you know, I applaud what you're doing. I mean, it, we at GSD, Get You Done Venture Studios, we look for the most incredible companies and the most the greatest leaders that are out there to be able to make that dent in the universe. And listen, it's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would do a startup. Right. The only thing they know is they hear Elon Musk's name and he's worth a quarter of a trillion dollars. What they don't hear is a backstory when he was living up in Canada and didn't have a lot of money. They only hear those stories. Right. It's kind of interesting. It's like the fairy tale. The people want the fairy tale, but they don't want to, you know, the the Cinderella part of it where you keep cleaning coal and and cleaning the fireplace up <laughs> I mean, with some uh, evil stepsisters. It's not easy. But guess what? It's rewarding and, and uh, more power to you. So yeah. with that being said, so you're raising money, you're going down through and, and working with investors, but okay, let's look at the future. Where do you want to be five years from now? Uh, well, uh, we want to be, by five years, would have, uh, at least we're looking at being a hockey stick. Uh, so sure, we're, we're seeing the path, it's so clear, mm -hmm. uh, because we know for sure uh, that uh, we've been able to validate our market. Uh, we understand our ICP, our uh, very well now now 
So in the next five years, we'll, 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 we'll reach that mark, at least becoming a hockey stick or a unicorn. It's so that's short. Right. Or both. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, you know, but it's kind of funny, too. You know, I don't know if, you know, I, I hear this a lot. So we talk about unicorns, but isn't it kind of funny? They're mythical creatures that don't exist. They have wings and a horn. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? They're, they're like, you're trying to be something that's not real. And so people talk about, I want to be a unicorn. But it's kind of odd when you think about it. Like, really think about it? Why would you want to be this kind of fairy tale thing? Why don't you make it want to be real? I'd rather win the uh, Kentucky Derby and uh, be number one or the top star in Formula One. Let's talk about that, right? Let's, but uh, unicorns. So you're, it seems like you're on the path to it. You've got uh, the right kind of knowledge. You've got deep expertise and uh, security and solutions architecture, those kind of things. What are you looking for? What are you looking for next in terms of how to build your team? What are you looking for in terms of skill sets and those kind of things? Yeah, so we're looking for a good, uh, someone that's very sound in terms of uh, being a marketer, uh, someone that can um, get us to the market, right? So that's very key. Uh, on the development side, we still probably need some good security engineers. They're not so common, I will tell you that. They're very rare, scarce. So we're looking for people like that to build up our team. We're also looking for, you know, strategic partnerships. Uh, we know we have one with GSD. I mean, it's been very fruitful, uh, but we need more, more of that, right? People that can actually become champions of TrueSec in the company, bring us a good account and then uh, push us forward. Uh, like right now, I'm having to talk to uh, a telecoms in Africa, right? So, and I see that as a very good boost for us. We've, we've submitted the RFQ, the RFQ we've submitted, and, and like two days ago. So we need people like that, like champions in each of these, uh, you know, um, markets, like accounts that can help. I mean, that's the secret sauce, right? You have to have that network, those networking connections, people that trust you, well, yeah. that trust you, that know you, that, are, you know, you've got a relationship with, and it's all about trust. But, you know, that's the secret sauce. When you look at how people get funded, how companies grow, when you dive down, you look at how they network, how they get to the, the right kind of people, selling to the top, getting to the right VCs, getting to the right family offices, being able to really enchant people with the marketing and sales. Because part of the game, you know, part of this whole thing is you got to be an actor in a sense. You got to have the skill sets to be able to present. Steve Jobs, it would take him six weeks, Bola, to prepare to present at the Moscone Center. He sucked at doing presentations, by the way. And, uh, and yet, at the same time, he would practice. And when people saw him out there, he would enchant them. He would get them so excited. They wanted to see that next iPhone so badly that they were willing to wait days sometimes to sit in front of that store, to go to the Moscone Center, just to hear him speak. And at the same time, a lot of people sometimes say, and you've heard it yourself, you know, uh, I don't know why you want to do it. There's already players in the market. But you got to have faith, a leap of faith and believe in yourself. And it sounds like you do that and you're doing a great job with it. Listen, we're coming up to the uh, top of the hour. Some closing thoughts from your standpoint and how do people get a hold of you? Oh, well, you, if you want to get out of me, you can go first. I'll direct you to uh, truesec.io uh, first. Then uh, you can get out of me on LinkedIn, 
on Instagram, on Twitter, on, no, not on Twitter. We're going to get, get to Twitter, but on Facebook as well. And then uh, if you want me to drop my number or if you want me to drop my email, I can do that. I mean, so those are the areas. Yeah, what's, your, what's your email address so both, so people can reach out to you? So bola.olatunji, my first name, dot last name, at trusec.io, first name, dot last name, bola.olatunji at gmail.com. Oh, that's great. Super. And closing thoughts, what could you say to other Nigerian startups, other African startups that are out there, people that that are thinking about, the, you know, that have a dream, you know, how, uh, how, what would you say to them in terms of encouragement to be able to fulfill their dream? Well, no one, no one tells you that the road is going to be smooth or easy, right? So I have an analogy that I've told people that if Skype thought that there was um, uh, Microsoft or something, Skype would not have started, right? If, if Zoom thought that there was uh, Cisco WebEx, Zoom would not have started. So don't let anything stop you. You already, because people will tell you, Oh, you're not doing anything new. Yes, but you're doing something special. Tell yourself that. Once you tell yourself that you're doing something special, that will propel you to moving forward. You're not going to get the whole encouragement from people, but you just have to move forward. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, Friendster was there and so is my face and then came Facebook, right? Where are they today? So, you know, you got to believe. You got to have faith. There's a leap of faith. You got to be able to believe. You got to manifest in terms of, you know, getting people excited about where you're going. And people want to be attracted by people that are very positive. So the law of attraction, if you're positive and you're really convinced that that what you have is right, people want to be part of it. And you're doing a great job with Ebola. It's great to have you on the show today. I appreciate you taking time of your busy schedule to join us. To my audience out there, my name is Gary Fowler. And as I said, I'm the CEO, president, and co-founder of GSD get shit done venture studios happy to help stay tuned next week for another exciting edition of gst presents silicon valley ai and tech again uh my name's gary fowler stay safe stay happy and stay healthy and look forward to seeing you all again stay tuned and bola thank you very much take care bye-bye everybody bye